Welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show. I'm your host, Katherine Erickson, and I created this podcast to show you how to step back into your beingness and live better as a human. I call it the art of being human. I'm so glad you're here. I hope we can dance together. Heart dancing, it's the only way to live. Welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show. My name is Katherine Erickson, and I have a very special guest for you today, Lynn Carpenter. Lynn, welcome to the show. Thanks, Catherine. I am so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Yes, and we're going to have such a good time today because you are a, a, a life coach who uses unusual um, accessories, if I can call it that. <laughs> um, Lynn Carpenter is a certified life coach in the equine gestalt coaching method. And she learned that through the internationally recognized Touched by a Horse certification program. She's passionate about partnering with her horses to empower women to manifest their full potential and reawaken to their soul's calling. Wow. I have never met anyone who does that kind of work, Lynn. Oh, Catherine, I tell you what, it is my life work. It's, I truly believe that I have finally found what I came here to do. Um, this coaching method combines my passion for healing and my passion for horses. And I'm so excited to be bringing this work to the world. Yes. And I know that uh, you just recently got certified, correct? That's correct. Um, my certification date was July 1st. So congratulations. Thank and, you. And that was after how long of a course of study? It was a two-year program, really, really intense study. Um, it also, in addition to learning the method, we also were committed to doing our own healing work um, throughout the program. So it wasn't just learning, but it was also um, doing some deep process healing work of my own. So you actually experienced this technique, um, and that's why you're so passionate about it, probably. Absolutely. Um, we had in-person trainings. We were required to do nine of them um, in Colorado or Arizona. We had several different places we could go for our training, um, but we were in a group of 12 to 14 other students and the way we got to practice our coaching as students was to coach other students in their own work under the supervision of our trainer. Mm -hmm. And were, how were the horses used during that process? We have a horse that's in a round pen and the horse is at liberty, meaning he is not, uh, he or she is not um, haltered or roped in any way. And the horse is an amazing guide for uh, showing us when we're being congruent, meaning what we're feeling on the inside matches what we're expressing on the inside or on the outside. And the horses are, they're masters at reading energy. And if someone's not standing in their truth, the horse will point it out because the horse will disengage. 
That's amazing. So you learned the different cues of a horse, whether they're sensing you're engaged or not. Is that how it works? Yes, they can. They really want us. They don't care what we're feeling, but they want what we're feeling to match what we're expressing. And if I'm standing in my truth, regardless of what that is, the horse will walk beside me, will will be what some people call joined up. But the moment that I say something that I don't believe, and it, it, I may not be lying to you, but to myself, the horse can sense that and will immediately walk away or give some other um, sign that, mm, no, you're, you're really not standing in your truth in this moment. That, I have never heard of that. <laughs> I just think that's incredible. We, we call them equidetectors. Instead of lie detectors, they're equidetectors. <laughs> well, and actually, <laughs> they're probably much more accurate than a lie detector. <laughs> they may be. <laughs> that's pretty funny. So um, how did this whole method, how did people, you know, how did they discover this? I mean, this method was... Um, discovered actually quite accidentally my trainer the woman who developed the equine gestalt coaching method her name is melissa pierce and she is a psychotherapy who was in a psychotherapist rather who was in private practice and she's a lifelong horsewoman and she would bring people out to her ranch for like weekends to do some deep work and she had one rule and that was that her clients during breaks they could not go on the same side of the fence as her horses mm. yes and inevitably she would notice um that the clients would go to the fence line just to be around the horses and she she kept noticing that these horses who were standing knee deep in, in grass, one of them would inevitably, inevitably go up to the fence and she would see them like working chakras. Um, and, and she said, if it was just one horse that always did it, I, she said she would have never made the connection, but it was almost as if, what the horses would say, hey, I got the last one. This one's yours. <laughs> so, so, so she just started observing this. And finally, she decided to start asking clients, would you be open to me working with you in a round pen with, with my horses? And, and of course, I think everyone probably said absolutely not a problem and and she just started applying um, doing some experiments and and um, she's a gestalt therapist mm -hmm. and so it was through that's how she discovered that horses had this gift. You know, that's a great story. So she was kind of awake and aware and obviously noticed these patterns and the fact that different horses would come up and, and do their thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And so she was, um, she was quite 
blown away to discover that. And it was also before the internet. So she said it was like on a collective level, there were lots of people starting to get into this horse healing movement. I, I believe it started around 1989. And she said once the internet came about she realized like oh my gosh i'm not the only one mm -hmm. so it's it's really fascinating to me how this field really developed around the same time collectively pre-internet that is amazing um i did want to ask you one thing though about your story sure. when, you, when you said the horses uh were working the chakras uh-huh could you explain that in just a little more detail for anybody who doesn't know or hasn't ever heard of chakras? Absolutely. Uh, chakras are energy centers in our body. We have seven major chakras, and there's a whole lot that are not. not um, there, there's a lot more, but we have seven major chakras. And they, um, like I said, they're energy centers in the body, but they each have um, an individual purpose like uh, we have a root chakra um, that's at the base of our spine and that really is it associates to the lower legs um, the lower part of the body and it has to do with belonging um, feeling grounded and then next we have a sacral chakra which is um, more of our our reproductive organs and we we refer to creativity and and fertile ideas um, from that chakra. So there's seven. I won't go through all of them, but um, from the base to the top of our head, that um, they're they have colors associated with them. They have um, parts of the body associated with them, and if there we can have what the horses see as blockages in one or more chakra and they will literally put their noses, sometimes their own chakras. I've just the other day saw a horse working with a, a client's heart chakra and it was her heart chakra to my client's heart chakra. It was truly a beautiful sight. Really? Okay. Yes. So I have never even considered that horses could have their own chakras. Oh, yes. And horses actually have two more main ones than we do. So every living being, I, I would imagine, I mean, we're all energy. So we're all made up of energy. And that's what the chakras are, is, is they represent energy points in our body. So the horse can sense the blockage in the person and use their chakra to open up the person's chakra? Absolutely. It, okay. I know. It's, it's, <laughs> it's really tough to get our minds around this, um, but I have seen so many different instances where horses will, um, will go up to someone and put their nose on their heart or put their nose on their throat or on the top of their head and, um, it's, they're, they're working magic. I really believe that. 
That, uh, Lynn, that is just amazing. So let me ask you, the woman that you said her heart chakra was blocked and the horse used its heart chakra? Yes. Give me the visual. I can't, I can't imagine how the horse could use its heart chakra. Well, the heart chakra on a horse is located between the front two legs. So I just, we were, we were sitting down and I work in a unique situation where, um, I'm in a five acre pasture. So I allow the horses, um, to be free in the pasture. And I've been playing with seeing if if they even want to come up and, and, interact or work with the clients rather than having one in a round pin where he really has no choice. So, Mm -hmm. so we were sitting and this woman um, was sharing and a horse walked right up to her and literally put her heart chakra to this client's heart chakra. It was. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, it was, it was amazing. That is amazing. So in your own practice, are you finding that the horses will come up at the right time, even though they have five acres to be in? Yes. It's, I have a funny, and well, it's not funny. I have a profound story that every time I tell it, I get goosebumps. Okay, I, please share. I was working with um, a client who has a lot of trauma from her past, and she had done some some deep work and my horse was there with us just working doing his thing and all of a sudden this client starts she starts shutting down and closing her eyes and at the time I I didn't know exactly what was going on but I um I touched her knees very gently and I said, Hey, where'd you go? Come back to the here and now. Well, the next thing I know, there are three mares at the front of this five acre pasture, happily chomping on a round bale of hay and they come charging towards us. And it got my attention. I I, like, Whoa, what's going on? They stopped. So I went back to talking with my client the next thing I know, all five horses in the herd have formed a circle around my client. And it did not hit me in, until the very next morning what had gone on. But whatever traumatic event my client was playing in her mind when she started shutting down and closing her eyes, my horse saw that. And he somehow non-verbally communicated to the rest of the herd danger. And they came running up and surrounded her. And that's how the horses work out in the wild. They're nomadic animals. They cover a lot of ground in as a herd. And they're prey animals. And so the predator, the way he gets in is he slinks into the center of the herd and looks for the weakest, most vulnerable member. And that's the one that it will attack. And the horses circle the weakest, most vulnerable members of the herd to protect them and keep them safe. And that's what my horses were doing with this woman. (laughs) 
You know, Lynn, I heard you tell me that story when we first met and hearing it again, I still had the exact same reaction. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> I we, know. <laughs> and how much, it's, that's just amazing that your horses did that and came and protected her. But it also makes me wonder how many other nuances do we just miss with all these different animals that we have in our lives. It's just, that's just incredible. It is. It's, well, think about, you have a dog. Do you have a dog? Yes. Okay. So when you're crying or you're upset, doesn't your dog come to you and, and show concern? What's wrong? You know? Yes. (laughs) She's still very much a puppy, but she will get very calm and still and just lie at my feet. Hmm. Yeah. They're, they're amazing. Um, and they, they live so in the moment, I think. Exactly. And, and that's a big part of it, I believe. Um, they're not multitasking like we're, we constantly are. Well, and I just have to tell you a quick story. Um, I wrote a book called Drop the Leash, Let Go of Your Past and Love in Your Present. And mm-hmm. it's told by a dog. And it's basically, you know, what dogs would say to humans if they could talk. Mm. And, and it's basically live in the moment. Stop creating these stories in your head that aren't true. Oh, I'd love to read that, Catherine. Yeah. So you're cl- going back to your client for a moment. Whatever story she was telling herself as she relived what had happened, those, the horses sensed that. And it must have been pretty bad to draw all five horses over to you guys. Oh, I know. I, I um can't even imagine her her story of of what she endured as a child is it's it's horrific well let me ask you though um and of course i'm not asking to disclose any confidential information but just let our audience know what did that do for her when the horses surrounded her and protected her i mean what was her reaction well, in the moment, like I said, I didn't get the magnitude of what happened until the next morning. But in the moment, I said to her, look, the horses are all around you. They are here for you. They want to take your pain and your shame, and they're not going to hold on to it for the rest of their lives the way you've been doing. They're going to drop it right here in the dirt. And she was she was just so touched, uh, just tears formed, and and she was so, so touched. Um, the next time we got together for our next session, that's when I said, do you remember when the horses circled you? And I explained to her what had actually transpired, and, oh, she she's just totally blown away by what their healing gift they're healers right and that's what i was going to ask you what other types of things do they help heal and I, I know it could be anything but are there a pat is there a pattern of, of you know troubles or blockages that you normally see in your clients well we all i believe and gestalt says that we all have unfinished business from our past that we carry into our present life so because we're preoccupied with the past unfinished business um 
it prevents us from reaching our full potential in the moment. So some of the unfinished business uh, could be grief, trauma, uh, low self-esteem, poor body image, anxiety, fear, depression, the list goes on and on and on. Um, mm -hmm. But truly anything, anything that's preventing someone from being fully engaged in the present moment, horses can help with that. And I guess it's that visual of a horse is a big animal, especially if you're sitting in a chair. Yes, I <laughs> and, know. And a horse comes up to you. I mean, that can be rather startling. Right? Right. Yes, yes, yes. I and, always, go yeah. ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I always start every session with a new client with a safety demo. Um, I, I've been playing with letting the herd um, choose to, to work or not. And sometimes they're out grazing and could care less what's going on. Um, but this situation, it was in a, a group setting. And I asked my group, are you comfortable with the horses being able to come and maybe work your your chakras and and having some free liberty around us and everyone everyone is unanimous yes 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 we love the horses and they'll they'll stick their heads in the circle like they're part of our women's group <laughs> oh that is so funny i love that the only time i've gotten a little concerned is when there's more than one horse around because not that they would hurt a person um on purpose but them being horses can can be you, a, a human can get in the way of that of just them being horses with one another mm -hmm. so i i always have a handler present in all of my sessions private and group so that they can't, their primary role is to keep the clients safe, to keep, um, to make sure that not two horses or more are, are coming around um, the group. So I do have that safety net of a handler who's focused on, on safety so that I don't have to break contact with my clients. And someone's sole job is keeping the client safe. Well, that makes sense um, because they are, I know they're domesticated, but they're still have some wild animalness to them. Yes, they are. They are horses. They're, oh, they right. operate in a herd and they have a pecking order in the herd. Um, and they constantly will challenge each other on, on that pecking order. <laughs> Really? So yes. you've talked about your horse, um, and I know he's very special. Just real quickly, can you give just a brief description and, and tell us a little bit about him? Oh, my gosh. I gave myself riding lessons for my 40th birthday. It, having horses or riding horses is a lifelong dream that I never fulfilled. Um, I, as a child, I was not able to. Um, so I realized when I turned 40 that I'm, I've always been so attracted to horses. So riding lessons turned into me getting a horse. It's truly 
a fever and I, there's not a cure for it for me. It's, I mean, it's just snowballed. Um, my horse came to me from a dear friend in Seattle, Washington, and my horse's name is Bodie and Bodie belonged to my friend. And he said, Hey, um, I'm going to sell Bodie because my business is taking off and I just don't have the time for him. I wanted to give you first option. So I said, oh, yes, yes, yes. And had him transported down here to Dallas. And when my son was in high school, he was, um, he became addicted to opiates. Mm. And I would go out to my horse's paddock and sob into his neck sob countless times I can't even tell you how many times I would go out there sob into his neck and then leave and feel like so much better and I didn't know exactly what it was but I knew there was something the horse was doing something to take away my pain and to help me through my pain and not long after that, I became familiar with a woman um, by the name of Linda Kahonov. I uh, She wrote a book called The Tao of Equus, and it was all about the horse-human bond and their healing connection. And so once I found that th- this is real life, I mean, this is real stuff. This is, um, mm-hmm. you know, people are, are really seeing the benefits of horses as healers supporting humans I became passionate about wanting to learn more and more and more about it so it was quite by accident that I discovered it and but like I said I knew that my horse was doing something to to help me with my pain well and I'm sure you you agree with this too that there really are no accidents you were just open to getting into the world of horses and having a horse. And then Bodhi was there when you needed him and you were awake and aware enough that you noticed that he made you, helped you feel better. Yes, exactly. It was, uh, I'm so grateful that um, he came into my life and, you know, just, I kept following the breadcrumbs. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what I would leave the audience with is if you feel curious or interested about something and you start getting involved and you, you know, that curiosity and passion just ignites, that's a sign. Wouldn't you agree with that? Oh, yes, absolutely. I'm, (laughs) I am all about, um, I call myself a joy junkie. (laughs) So (laughs) whatever, whatever you find that lights you up, do it follow it exactly so i know you're in the dallas uh, fort worth area yes um, do you have anything or can you offer anything to someone online absolutely i have a on my website i have um a guide called reawaken to your true essence and it's free so i would love to offer that to people Um, I do online and Skype phone coaching. I have lots and lots of coaching tools that I can 
support people in achieving goals and in healing unfinished business from their past. Um, so I have lots of ways to work with people. And I am working on a nine-week coaching program that will go with my guide that's on my website, the Reawaken to Your True Essence, so that it's it'll be a nine-week program that I'm going to be kicking off in January when it's too cold to get out to the barn anyway. <laughs> yes, no, that's great. So where can people find you on the internet? I am at blissfulheartcoaching.com. And I noticed the way you spell blissful is B-L-I-S-S-F-U-L. Yes, blissful only has one L. <laughs> For some reason, I thought it had two. <laughs> <laughs> My husband freaked me out with that one day he came home and said are you sure blissful doesn't have two l's after i got my domain and <laughs> but i checked it's it's one okay well there i there i just learned something so bliss, <laughs> blissfulheartcoaching.com only one l and blissful and right. i do have to tell our listeners i have been on that website several times and each time i find something new something i just walk away inspired so I would urge everyone, if you have a minute, to check it out. And there's all kinds of uh, ways to contact Lynn and get her free gift, the Reawaken to Your True Self. So Lynn, what would you leave our listeners with? What, what nugget of wisdom? You know, I think the biggest nugget of wisdom that I want to pass on is Whenever we are hurt or something is done um, to cause pain to us, it's human nature that we build a wall around our heart to protect our hearts and to prevent ourselves from being able to be hurt so deeply in the future. And what I want to offer to you is that when you block your heart from being hurt, you also block your heart from receiving love. And the most beautiful gift that the horses give to us is that they help us let down our walls and to show up authentically and stand in our truth so that we can really be vulnerable and that vulnerability is is really essential in making true connections with ourselves and others. Mm, that is so beautiful. And it fits right in with the mantra of Heart Dancing Radio, which is to let love lead. Mm. When you let love lead, your heart is the one that's open and your mind is still there, but it's not in control. Your heart is. So thank you so much, Lynn, for being a guest on the Heart Dancing Radio Show. I have so enjoyed this. Oh, Catherine, thank you so much. Thank you for this opportunity. And I am so excited that we met. And I just felt like Heart Dancing Radio and Blissful Heart Coaching um, were a great match. So <laughs> There's a lot of similarities and parallels there, aren't there? <laughs> there are. Thank you so much, Catherine. Yes, and I did want to mention, you reminded me, that we did meet at a local networking group called Women Helping Women to Network. 
and they're just starting up here in Dallas. They're well established in Houston, Austin, and San Antonio. So if any of you are in Texas and you need a great women's networking group, look for Women Helping Women to Network. And Lynn, thank you again. This has been such a joy. Wonderful, Catherine. Thank you so much. Yes. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me in the dance. This has been Art Dancing Radio, the place where we learn the art of being human. If this show resonated with you, would you mind sharing it or telling your friends? We need everyone to join the dance. Heart Dancing, it's the only way to live.